guys from wherever they feel like it. It's Two Guys Watch a Movie! Who is your host? Two Guys! Hey everybody, welcome to Two Guys Watch a Movie episode number five. Happy fifth episode, Tommy. Uh-huh. Hello, I'm Tommy Quartz. I'm Jordan Ehrlich, and this is our podcast about movies. Happy episode five. Happy episode five, man. Uh, we're still in the middle of a stay-at-home order, because there's a <laughs> pandemic happening. Only Everywhere. <laughs> How are you doing, man? How are you hanging in? in uh, you know, it's been fine. Um, taking the dogs to the vet a lot. <laughs> yeah? Yeah, you know... Just, just cause, or well, you know, Petey has a heart condition, so we took him for that, and then he also has an ear infection. Ooh, so that's not fun. That, and then, yeah, and then no, not fun, but he's doing fine. We got him on you know, pills, okay. or you know, drops. I mean, um, that's good. That's good. How's yeah, Scoot? so How's she's Scoot fine. Doing? She's fine. She's been really happy. Um, she's like a really you know, Scoot. She's so laid back and and chill, but she's been like really active and like. Begging for treats and stuff. It's adorable. That's good. That's good. Yeah. Good stuff. I'm glad they're How about you? Yeah. How are uh, you guys? We're good. We're good. Uh, it's it's personally started hitting me, the whole, like, staying at home thing. Oh, my God. Yeah. You've got your, uh, you've got a, Darth your Darth, Vader mask. Darth, Ma- Darth Vader, Darth Vader face mask. Yeah. On. It's only one layer of fabric, though, so it's, it's, oh. uh, it's not actually very good. Oh. Face mask. Is there a what? How many layers is it supposed to be now? Is it man? It, I think it's two or three, but yeah. you know, it's as many as you can get, really. I guess. Yeah, I guess. I've got these ones that like. There's this um, tailor across the street from our apartment that started. Oh yeah. Yeah, she started making these face masks out of like clothing. I think she just like. Yeah, I have one I made out of an old shirt. Nice. These are, like, made out of suits, I think, though, or, like, pants or something. Like, it's just, like, it's some cool fabric, and I feel like, you know, they were <laughs> cheap to buy, but, like, I felt a little fancy wearing them. Nice, yeah. yeah. It's nice. <laughs> Gotta have some fun with this while you're while we have to do this, right? Yeah. Have you watched any movies lately? Have I watched any movies? I've been watching a good amount of movies. Uh, I'll tell you what <clears throat> we watched, actually, last night for the first time. For me, uh, since college, was uh, Taxi Driver. Oh, yeah. That's a great movie. Uh, have I seen Taxi Driver? I'm trying to think. Uh, it's the one... Yeah, I did see it recently. It's uh, De Niro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's great. Jodie Foster. Yeah, great movie. Great yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, Jodie Foster's young and... <laughs> yeah, yeah, very... Yeah, she's 12, I think, in that movie. She's, she was terrific. Um, yeah. She, that movie was, like, ten times more cringy to watch than I remembered it being, just because De Niro's yeah. character is so, like, out of touch, oh, yeah. like, socially. Well, and then and, him, the ending is great, oh, too. Oh, boy. <laughs> Making him a hero. Yeah, how... Oh, um, God. Oh, my God. That movie is yeah. nuts, man. Uh, what's one that you've watched recently? Uh, I watched actually over like Zoom. You know, you can do like a screen share, and so I watched with my friend in Tennessee. I watched for the first time Troll Two, not Trolls oh. Two, but Troll. Oh, 2. I know what the 1990 classic. Oh my god! Uh, and it was awesome. That movie I mean, is wonderful. That's a. Ho- I mean, it it's is, horrible, but yeah. No, honestly though, like um, it, it was really. Just the acting and the directing was bad because, like, I weirdly enough, I think the story was okay. 
<laughs> would make a decent horror if you could update it a little and give it a punchy fun Maybe, script. Yeah, I think you could make it into a great. Yeah, it'd be like movie. cheesy, kind of cheesy horror. The name of the town that they live in is. Uh, the, the no vegetarianism bog. thing, the the anti-vegetarianism thing. Oh yeah, the, yeah. Nilbog. I saw that and I was like, "That's goblin." Back. <laughs> There's not even any trolls in this movie. They're they're. It's all goblins. Like, yeah, yeah. I know that's the funniest fucking part. They never say the word. Favorite bad movie quotes in that movie. It's um, you can't piss on hospitality. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Love that. That movie is. That's a good bad movie. It was charming yeah. as hell. I don't know. Yeah. I, it was great. I also the the main bad lady, who belongs on a stage. Oh, she's wonderful. The, oh <laughs> she my goodness. Is, she's not for film. She would be so good oh in a musical. Oh my god, I would watch that. I would watch that. Yeah. That's oh, that's one. Of, that's such a good movie, man. Did I mention? I think I don't know if we did it since we've recorded last. It's been a while. Yeah. But I watched. Uh, I watched a. Uh, Contagion. Ooh, that was a good. I haven't watched that one since I think not long after it came out. But like that's a, that. I remember that being a good movie. It's freaky predictive. I mean, it's like about a virus originating from a bat in China. I don't think it gets any more like predictive of the future than that at this point. I mean, it's crazy. Yeah, it's a pretty interesting things they do. What's funny is, um, and I can see just watching it and being fine with the logic of it. But now I'm like, no, is that they. Uh, Matt Damon uh, doesn't get uh, sick. Right. And he's immune, and so he never wears a mask. But he's definitely a carrier, right? Oh, undoubtedly. <laughs> so like... He's an asymptomatic carrier. So he's spreading around, and there's a line at the end where everyone's got a mask, and he doesn't. He's like, no, it's fine. I'm immune. <laughs> it's oh like, God. well, man. <laughs> You're just playing by your own rules here, aren't you, Matt Damon? Yeah. I guess I, maybe in the movie they tell him you can't, you can't spread it or something like that, but... But yeah, it was, it's freaky predictive. Uh, <laughs> um, we got a lot of lists. We to do go have through. a lot of good lists answers. to go to, through. So this is our fifth episode. Happy fifth episode. Uh, episode. And <clears throat> we thought it'd be fun to do a whole bunch of top five lists. So Tommy and I created, what do we, five lists each of different categories. Yeah, five top fives. Um, like top five movie soundtracks, top five Marvel Cinematic Universe villains, for ex- examples, and we filled it out. Did you fill out your top five movies as well? You know, I didn't write anything down. I only I only wrote a few notes down for just like stuff I wanted to talk okay. about, but I really should have done. No, that. You, um, Animal Sidekicks. Man, I really didn't give Animal Sidekicks enough time. That took thought. me a long... Some of these took me a long fucking time to, to get through. Animal Sidekicks was one of those. I also don't know... I don't know if I know five Chicago movies. I know one. It's very important to mention I got through three of the, the... My top three, and I was like, wait. I need two more. I don't know two more Chicago... I need, like, two more Chicago movies. I know. Like, I've actually... Embarrassingly, I've never seen Chicago is that a Chicago? I guess that'd be technically it is a Chicago movie. <laughs> is it not in Chicago? It better take did not, in Chicago. Uh, it does, now that I think about it. And it did not make my top five. I do have very good answers for cameos, though. Oh, I'm excited. That's first on my list. Do you want to just start with unannounced uh, top five yeah. unannounced cameos? Yes. Uh, if you want to go do first. Do you want to do just five? We'll both give our fives, then our fours. Then yeah, you want, yeah, five, then four, then three, then two, and three. So I would say uh, my favorite 
one of my favorites was uh, actually I've already mentioned him once. Uh, Have you? Matt Damon in Interstellar. Because it was unannounced and it came out of nowhere and he was so good and you like you think oh it's Matt Damon he's a nice guy and then he ends up being a dick. So dick, yeah. Uh, All right, what's your number five? My number five is uh, my my list is not terribly obscure, but my number five is slightly obscure because I think it's a great use of a cameo. Mm -hmm. It's um, there's a movie. Have you ever seen the movie Silent Movie? Uh, Is that Mel Brooks? It's Mel Brooks. Yeah. No, I have not seen it, but so, I'm familiar. I forget if it came before or after Blazing Saddles. It might have been just before Blazing Saddles, mm-hmm. but it's a movie starring Mel Brooks. He plays a film ma- filmmaker who is attempting to make a silent movie uh, in modern, I think, modern day, mm-hmm. and he's trying to round up. Like the plot is him trying to round up these famous celebrities to be in his silent movie, and the entire movie is silent. Okay. Um, except for you know, the music score. And there's a cameo from a, uh, a French actor named Marcel Marceau. The mime, Yes, right? he was a mime. Yeah. And, you know, all the dialogue in the movie, like, you never hear it. And, you know, there's, like, the big captions that come on screen when somebody's speaking. And in this one, yeah. he's on the phone with Marcel Marceau, trying to get him to star in the silent movie. And at the end of the scene, he gives... The only spoken dialogue spoken. <laughs> in the movie, which is no, and it's just great use of a cameo. Like it's not only like it's funny to see somebody speaking in a silent movie, but it's also funny that it's coming from the one person who is like supposed to be silent. Yeah, well, that actually segues really, really beautifully into my number Ooh. four, which would be uh, I think I've actually mentioned him already once today. Is uh, Matt Damon? Matt. Really? In Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. Was he in Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back? Yeah, I'm pretty sure he was, yeah. What, wait, when did he... Cause... He comes in and he's playing Batman or whatever. Or he, he played... Oh! Yes, <laughs> yes. Or yeah, Blank Man and... They do the... Um, Blunt Man. No, no, it was the... Um, they do a Goodwill Hunting. Oh yeah, that's right, he's playing with Will. Affleck. Yeah, that's it, right. Um, <laughs> oh my god, yeah. You know he's in. Um, he makes a cameo in Jay and Silent Bob reboot as well. Oh, does same he? character okay, he played good. in uh, Dogma. Well, I was mentioning it too because of course Silent Bob. Yeah. Uh, oh my god. Yeah. Movies. I love Matt Damon in those movies. I love, yeah. Yeah. Oh my yeah. god. All right, your number four. My number four is uh, it's a recent one. It's uh, Brad Pitt in Deadpool Two. Oh my gosh, uh, you wouldn't believe how wonderfully that segues into my number three. What's your number three? Matt Damon. Oh my god. Deadpool 2. Yes! Oh my god, as the toilet paper guy. Yeah. Um, the, guys I didn't about. know that was him until I after I saw it. the movie. I read that and I was uh, like, yeah. holy shit, that's Matt Damon. Um, it was amazing. Oh, so good. I love, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, my number three is. From the movie Twenty One Jump Street, Johnny Depp, oh, yeah. um, who was on the original Twenty One Jump Street TV show. Oh, okay. The thing I love about that cameo, though, is he's you know he's playing his character from the old show, who was an undercover cop, and it turns out at the end of the movie he's been undercover with this gang, and he's been wearing a disguise. And if you watch that movie, knowing he's in it and he's in this gang, he's there mm-hmm. like that same gang is at the beginning of the movie. And he is in, like, he's seen throughout the movie. Huh. And you, if you've never seen the never movie before, knows. you do not know he's there. 
Wow. And you look back and it's just like, wow, he's been in front of us like the whole time. <laughs> it's just it, that's wild. It's fun. Who, who's your uh, Who is your number two? Uh, my number two is actually Matt Damon. Matt Damon. And Thor Ragnarok. I haven't thought about that one. Um, I, Playing Loki. The Loki actor. Oh my god. That's a good cameo. It is. A good, it's great. My number two is from Zoolander. There are many cameos in that movie. But the one that I love in there is David Bowie. Yeah. Uh, oh, as, yeah. as himself as the walk-off judge. Uh, yeah. Just wild to see David Bowie. Just, just there. Yeah. Uh, and our number, your number one. Um, uh, my number one. Now I know I went. Uh, so I'm sort of going a little different on this one. I'm actually going to go a TV show. Ooh. Uh, the TV show is Entourage. Matt Damon one time. Oh. Made a <laughs> I know exactly which episode you're talking about too. <laughs> I don't remember it. I've, I've watched a few seasons of Entourage back when I was. A... <laughs> Let's talk about it. Yeah. yeah, when you when you mention some of your animal sidekicks, I'll start. Oh, let me get my number one uh, cameo in here real quick. Oh, I'm oh so no, sorry. no, no, Go no. you're good. Uh, just real quick, my number one cameo: Bill Murray from Zombieland. Oh my god, it's so good. good cameo. Oh my god. As himself. Animal side. Okay, animal sidekicks. Immediately when I think animal sidekicks, like the first one that I thought of was Milo the dog from The Mask with Jim Carrey. Oh, literally, that was literally one of the only things yeah, I thought Yeah, I had of. to do a lot of Googling. I was like, animal sidekicks in movies. And you get a lot of Disney answers, but the problem with Disney mm-hmm. answers is that oh, everybody's Abu? a fucking animal in a Disney movie. Well, Abu. Oh, Abu, Abu is, is a great sidekick. sidekick. I do love that. I put Baloo as... I think you also gotta give credit to Raja. Raja's yeah. great. Raja is very protective in, like, a good way of Jasmine. Yeah, like, mm-hmm. he's not too protective, but he's protective enough. He wants yeah. her to have her freedom. Um, I put yeah. Baloo from the Jungle Book there, if you want to talk more Disney. Uh, yeah. He was my number four yeah, that's on the list. Um, I started, like, I couldn't... What was your my number, number five? F- my number five was uh, Milo from the Mask. Okay, yeah. Um, Milo the Keys! So no, not the cheese! So good. Oh my god, <laughs> yes. Uh, number three, not really an animal per se, but... And really, when thinking about it, it, should be number one. But Chewbacca from Star Wars. Oh yeah, that's a solid, solid animal answer, yeah. sidekicks. Um, Roger Rabbit made my list. He was my number okay. two. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Sure. I'll tell you the one. Did you have any <laughs> yes. more that you had? I can't think of any off the top of my head. Yeah, this was a hard one for me. Um, I'll tell you my number one: Donkey from Shrek, which is <laughs> when you think like it's good. The whole Shrek thing, like, yeah, it's gotten out of proportion. It's just too much Shrekness now. But that first movie... Well, I've heard that Shrek 4 is actually good, and I... uh... I watched Shrek 3 once and was like, I'm done with Shrek. I was really... I had to be really stoned last time I watched Shrek 3. Like, that's the only way I could get... I heard Shrek 3 is garbage, but I've heard Shrek, Shrek 4, 4 is like, better than it, Shrek It is, 3. yeah. I remember being... I haven't watched it since I think I saw it in theaters, but... Um, yeah, it was a good one. I love 1 and 2. Um, and Donkey is just, like, everything you want in an animal sidekick. Like, it was before, like... He's, yeah, he's like, in that first movie, like, he's so funny, and he's so loyal and sweet, and he's everything you want, and not just an animal sidekick, but a f- And in the morning, I'm making It's just got so many great one-liners in that movie, too, like, everybody yeah. makes, you know, fun of it now, like, oh, Donkey is so obnoxious in these movies, oh, it's Eddie Murphy again, but, like, when that movie first came out, like... Yeah, I think people really loved it I, when it first came out. I mean, out. I still love it, um... 
That first yeah, movie, my God. I have been finding a lot of Mike Myers movies to be very comforting through the pandemic. Agreed. We've watched Wayne's World and Wayne's World 2. We watched Shrek and Shrek 2. We very just have been... I just watched uh, Austin Powers and Goldmember. Uh, oh, we watched Austin Powers and... Uh, actually, we haven't watched Austin Powers because we watched them like maybe six months ago. But we should again. They're very The pleasant. first one is so funny. Oh my God. The sec- I think... I think uh, Spy Who Shagged Me is just right up there they're, too. Yeah. I think Goldmember is not as funny. They're but. all really good. Um... Yeah, that's just a fun series. Uh, uh, okay, uh, any more animal sidekicks? I got none. Those are my top five. <clears throat> I mean, I think video games have a lot of awesome animal sidekicks. Who would you... Uh, who's some good ones? In um, I'm thinking of Epona from Legend of Zelda. Very um, nice. I'm thinking of... I've been playing a lot of Assassin's Creed lately, uh, Odyssey, and you have a hawk uh, named Ikoros. Um <laughs> And it... Uh, nice. it uh, it uh it flies around and, and spots enemies and shit. Very cool. I'm trying to think what else. Uh, Tails. I love Tails oh, in Sonic. Yeah. I mean, Sonic everybody's Tails. an animal in that game, but sure. Well, Doctor Robotnik's a doctor. He's an animal with machinery. I don't think he's an animal, is he? No, not literally. But I mean, he's. Or, I mean, like, humans are animals. When but... it comes to mechanics, he's an animal. Um, right. Sure. I don't know. There's a lot of games where you can tame animals or, or, ride like Pokemon shit. Pokemon, yeah. I mean, I would consider those. Pikachu is a pretty solid animal sidekick. Pikachu is probably in video games like the Gold Standard. I guess that's a TV a... show. Uh, it's a TV show too. So really oh yeah, that true. And a movie. Oh, and a movie. Yeah, Bunch of movies. Detective Pikachu. God, he Pikachu. should be in my top five. Yeah, right okay. there. That should be for sure. Any Pokemon. Yeah. I would also put um, the lick a tongue at the beginning of that movie in the top. Of five course. Because that <laughs> lick a tongue was adorable. Um, <laughs> yeah. Okay. I've got some answers for scores and soundtracks. I got a mix of uh, those in mind so, too. We got top five yeah, movies soundtracks as a category. Yeah. You want to do scores first? Yeah. Let's. Yeah. Okay. What's your number five for scores? Oh, for scores, I just put I these I overall five. like movie sound. I just did one list. Featuring yeah. Both. I have two scores and I'll, I'll think of a couple yeah, other soundtracks. Yeah. No, no, you're good. Uh, I put the I'm Social Network scores. as my number five because Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross. Yeah, that yeah, won an Oscar right. for that, and right, yeah. uh, that movie, like, when I'm, like, at work and, like, hard at work and, like, trying to really concentrate, like, that's the music that, like, gets me, like, that's my focus-up music right there. It, like, gets me pumped totally. up and, like, <clears throat> I love it. I love it. Uh, what about you? What, what's one you had on your list? Uh, well, it's actually, I mentioned it earlier, and I swear to God, I'm not Matt doing Damon? all Matt Damon things, but it is, it was Interstellar. <laughs> Ooh, uh, yeah. Hans Zimmer. Yep. And it's amazing. I mean, it is, there are the the the, the waves planet with the ticking clock. Mm. Oh, it's so... Where, and, they, and they actually did the math, you know, because it's like so many beats per minute yes. that every tick is like a year, or not a year, but like, like a, a month, a, month, yeah. a day. It, or a day. Yeah. Every tick is like a, a week it's or something. It's so stressful. And it's like just insane. Oh. Yeah. And then also just the, the huge, the organ... I remember, yeah, uh, the docking scene uh, is what the cornfield chase scene. Uh, yeah, the docking, the docking scene. scene. I remember reading about people getting like emotional reactions to that score oh, in the theater. Like, God. yeah, the first time I saw uh, Interstellar, I saw it alone 
uh, in IMAX, and I was like one of the only people in the theater, and it was like a religious experience. Oh, so good. <laughs> I mean, it was wild. Yeah. I think I saw that one on IMAX okay. too. That was a good. That was a really good movie. Yeah, um, it was. I put Guardians of the Galaxy as my number four on here. Oh, it's, that's so good. I should have had that. There's so many different varieties of music on that, <clears throat> and it yeah. really feels like it's, like, in the movie, he's got, like, the mixtape. It's Awesome Mix, Volume 1. And yeah, I think a, a combination between Guardians and Guardians 2. Well, yeah, Guardians 2 is also great. Because, yeah, all of them are so good. If, and, yeah. honestly, the scores on there are pretty good, too. It's, that's yeah. Michael Giacchino? Uh, I think Brian Tyler did that one. Okay. That was yeah. It feels like a mixtape though. Like that's yeah. the thing about it. it feels authentic like that. I love that. Oh yeah, and it's great. And it's really a very good playlist. I have it. The I listen to it all the time. It's so yeah. Which actually, you know what? That flows really well into mine. Ooh. Uh, which is uh, the Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse soundtrack. That is a good one. It's very and is actually I think my number one most listened to album. Oh really? <laughs> yeah. That is a great soundtrack. Uh, is that right? Because it was yeah. Because yeah, yeah. it moved. Because it came out in December twenty eighteen. Yes. Right? And yeah. A year of listening to it. Oh, so good. Yeah, and it's awesome. So good. Um, my f- number three. I was torn about kind of putting this one on here because I've actually never seen the movie, but I freaking love this album. Uh, Purple Rain. <laughs> okay. Nice. Um, yeah, I've seen parts of it. I've never seen. I mean, I hear <laughs> it's exactly what you'd expect out of a movie with yeah. Prince. Uh, yeah, yeah. In it, and there's lots of music. It's sexual. Yes, sexual, and, like, it, I don't know what the plot's like or anything, but, like, the music is phenomenal, and that's one of those albums, like, if I, I can listen to, like, from the beginning, like, all the way through and not skip a song, like, nice. so good. Let's see, I will say my next one is, uh, from the, uh, the band, I guess, artist Disaster Piece does the music for It Follows. I have not seen that movie, and I need to change oh, that. I have it on Blu-ray, but I you should also just you know buy Watch it. it yeah, it. it's um, my favorite horror movie of the last ten years. Yeah. I'd say, I'd say it scared me in the way I like to be scared better than any any other movie. I don't want to give too much away, but there's sort of this constant slow dread. Oh yeah, that's what I've heard. That's what I've heard. It is, and the music is uh, this electronic band, Disasterpiece, okay. or artist, I don't know, uh, and the music is like, it's kind of synthy, uh, almost 80s, you know, uh, and it is just <laughs> horrifying. There are some songs you can just hear and be like, oh my god. I gotta listen, I gotta watch uh, that movie. It's very good, oh. yes. I uh, put, um, Dazed and Confused is my number two soundtrack because so much nice. fucking 70s classic rock. Um, mm-hmm. Love it. Uh, and that whole movie is just a time capsule of its of that era, the 70s. Yeah, that goes pretty well into... I put the Royal Tenenbaum soundtrack. Oh, that's another good soundtrack. It's so good, but I actually I really want to expand that answer to all Wes Anderson soundtracks. I was going to say, Wes Anderson does great It's always got one Rolling Stones song you've never heard. Yep. <laughs> like, you're like, oh, this rocks. Was, why was this not a hit? But yeah, the, the it has also, uh, you know, just these weird, uh, I mean, I don't know if it's the score or the soundtrack, but it's it's not written for the the movie. You know, the weird, like, um, cello pieces. The yeah, dun, 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 yeah. And Needle in the Hay. By Elliot Smith, 
Which one is that again? It's when he kills himself, tries to cut his wrists open. Oh, too. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just yeah, that yeah, acoustic yeah. guitar and him saying, whispering, singing, needle in the oh, hay. Yeah. Over and over. Oh, it's man. like, oh, it's haunted. Um, yeah. But it's, it's very good. Yeah, yeah. I've really gone dark on a lot of my answers, but no, that's wait till you see number one. It's number one. Darker. Oh man, uh, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna balance it out with a little lightness. Uh, huh? Really glad you mentioned Interstellar with Hans Zimmer because my number uh-huh. one is the motherfucking Lion King. Oh, that's great. That is um, the I mean the music, the songs are brilliant. Elton John, Tim Rice. Um, you can't beat it. I mean, it's really. Can you feel love good. tonight? Fucking Circle of Life. Akuna Matata. I mean, uh, holy shit! Just can't wait to be king. Everything. Every song is a hit. Everything Every is great about that. Well, and is then, there a bad song on there? No, I don't think there is. Be prepared is on there. That's wonderful. Amazing. I mean, it's dark as shit, but it's wonderful. Um, and then, I mean, you mix that in there with the Hans Zimmer score, who won an Oscar for that score, and nice. it's. I mean, it's my favorite music score of all time. I think, like, I love it. Yeah, Lion King, number one. I, uh, I'm realizing if we're doing scores, we've left out something extremely important. So I'm going to say my number one, which if you've seen it, you'll know why, but uh, Requiem for a Dream is my number one. Ooh, yeah. Because of the just insane motif that that so, burns into your soul. That's Clint but, Mansell, right? Well, yeah, it is. Yeah. <clears throat> and the Kronos Quartet. But uh, uh, what we've forgotten to mention, and I think it's really important to mention for scores, yes. is the most best great greatest ever genius John, John Williams. yeah yeah <clears throat> and I I don't I've been watching this YouTuber sideways I don't know if I mentioned this last time but I um, think you might have but go on but it's like if you you know we all know he's a great composer and yeah the tunes are great he is a fucking genius like it is deeper than anything <laughs> you have oh, to yeah. know so much about music but like you did your theater degree right? I do I do okay um I'm sure you had Shakespeare classes, like on Shakespeare classes, on yeah. Shakespeare classes, like I did. Oh, yeah. And there's a certain point where you're like, oh, my God, Shakespeare's a fucking genius. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Where, like, every every word is like, is this all planned? And, like, oh, yeah. my God. And it's like that with realizing with John Williams. It's like, John Williams is a fucking genius. Yes. Like, um, but there's one video I'm going to make you watch. I'm just going to, I'm literally going to link it to you. Uh, Do it. Right now, uh, before I forget. Yes. Um, but it's about the Marauders map. Oh yeah, you mentioned. Th- did I tell you this you last? You did. Video? I still gotta we'll, watch we'll that keep one. It. <clears throat> yeah. But yes, it's. Uh, I'll send. It yeah, to yeah, yeah. I want. I need to watch that one for sure. Um, but it like it really blew my yeah. mind as to how much of a genius. There's a John yeah. Williams no, there's is. a reason that dude has been nominated for more than fifty Oscars. Like he's incredible. Yeah. He's incredible. Um, yeah. Yeah. Like everything. That's the thing. Like. Number one should be like no. Spe- there should be no specific soundtrack. Just like number one, John Williams. Anything. You can take literally anything yeah. that guy's done. Right. And I'd mean, have to put Star Wars. Star Wars. There. Indiana Wars Jones is always probably. fun. Jaw. I mean Jaws. Uh, Harry Potter. Harry Potter. Home Alone. Um, but uh, yeah. Home fucking alone. <laughs> <laughs> he knows what it's like to be home alone. Shall we move on to another list? Uh, yeah, should we do Chicago? Chica- we don't have any answers. Do we? I've no, discussed this. I, see, for my number, I had to go. I have one. I have one very good answer. It's probably on my <laughs> list. Do you tell me? I mean, I. Well, this is one of my favorite movies, and one thing they do in this movie is they constantly make top five lists. Oh, which one is this? Which 
It's high fidelity. And God, it was filmed like two, like maybe twelve blocks from. I'm gonna house. tell you, and I'm pretty <clears throat> sure like they filmed just down the street from me too. This is the thing that bummed me out about researching for this category is that like I saw all of these movies that I wish I had seen. And High Fidelity yeah. is one of those movies because it seems uh, to be it's like... it's so good. I'm pretty sure it's on some It's gotta story. be. Or Hulu made a... <coughs> oh my god. <coughs> it's not COVID. I, I believe you. Um, <laughs> Hulu made a new show called right. High Fidelity. And it's starring... Uh, so Zoe Kravitz. Zoe Kravitz. But her mom was in the original. Really? Was that yeah, Lisa, Lisa Bonet? I guess. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I gotta watch that. One. But they are, you know, they're crazy identical. Oh yeah, like it's insane. Yes. Oh my god. Um. But yeah. Uh. And John Cusack. John Cusack. Yeah. I need to. Who is but, also? A, I mean, like total Chicago. The movie guy. starts out and he says, "Top five most memorable breakups of all time." Number five, and he goes through the list. Uh. But he, constantly they're making top five lists. Him and you really would. You'd love it. John I hear. I know. It's for people like us. I need to watch it. I really need. And Jack Black, I hear, is also great in that movie. Oh my god, he's amazing. Uh, it's literally it's for movie and music nerds like us. Oh, it's it's just it's very very good. My number one, I went easy. Yeah, my number one, I went Ferris Bueller. Um, oh yeah, just because it's such a good movie. That's my favorite John Hughes movie. Uh, yeah, I was so Spider Man Homecoming was considered on my list and that is oh. largely you know it's <laughs> yeah Ferris Bueller. it's might it might as well be a chicago movie it's got uh, that like teen movie like 80s teen movie feel to it yeah um yeah i mean there wasn't a lot i could yeah that's it i don't think there's a lot of other i mean transformers three i did think about four. putting that one on there transformers four uh, yeah four. Oh my god yeah um i don't know actually i, I put the dark i had to put the dark knight i couldn't finish my list i had to put the dark knight which is does not like take place in Chicago, but well, it takes place in Gotham, which is, which is five minute drive to Metropolis. And Christopher Nolan also like <laughs> spent time, some time here as a kid, I think, with his family. Like, okay, he's a well, I think it's either his mom or his dad who I think is American. I don't remember, but I know he spent some time in Chicago. Because um, Batman Begins was also partly filmed in Chicago, which was cool. Oh yeah, um, for sure. You can tell those. Under the L scenes, like those, oh yeah, loop scenes, yeah, for sure. the whole lower Wacker Drive chase, just like yeah, yeah, it's incredible. I put the uh, Fugitive on here, which is really okay. good, which was made by I've never seen the Fugitive, really good man. Um, okay. which was made by Andrew Davis, who is actually from Chicago, uh, okay. who was born, I believe, just down the street from the Music Box. Oh, Home Alone. Home Alone is, yeah, God, every time I go to O'Hare Airport and I see that, like, that entryway after you go through security, I always think of Home Alone. My aunt lives in Winnetka, and that house is in Wilmette, which is, like, one, you know, village over, which is, like, you know, quarter of a mile away. Right. And so we've seen the Home Alone house, which is also the house used in Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. It is, isn't it? Which could be a Chicago movie. It is also. There's a whole scene on the brown line. Yeah. Uh, It could, what else? There's another movie that's in... Uh, whatever. Yeah. Oh, is it Ferris Bueller? Ferris Bueller? No. I don't know. Breakfast Club, I know, is but like... it's a John sub- Hughes. Bre- whatever John Hughes. Breakfast Club, I oh, yeah, know, Breakfast is Club. a suburb of Chicago. Suburb of Chicago, yeah. I, Wayne's World is Aurora. Wayne's World is Aurora. I put the Blues... I mean, I put the Blues Brothers, Blues Brothers on here. Of course. That's like... Too Chicago. Yeah, very Chicago-y. Uh, and I also... A movie I... 
movie I love, and uh, I was supposed to see this on the big screen at the Music Box for the 70mm Film Fest the night at the first night Everything that closed. they shut down the movie theaters yeah. here. Uh, the Untouchables. I've never seen it. It's so fucking good. I uh, need to see it. I really do. Elliot Ness, a federal marshal, and he, uh, yeah. during Prohibition, and trying to take down Al Capone. And it was filmed in Chicago, and it's just, it's, it's such a great movie. And Connor, Sean Connery is incredible in that. And, I love it. Yeah. But yeah. I don't yeah. have any more Chicago movies. I got no more. Yeah, that was a hard one for me. <laughs> yeah. I'm excited to talk about the next one I got on here. Best yeah. top five Marvel Cinematic Universe moments. Let's do it. Uh, I have a list on my Facebook, but I just give me a second to find it. Oh, yeah, 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 for sure. Because <laughs> um, I wrote these last year, but I'm going to change one of them because, well, because Endgame changed. Things. Oh, Endgame made it for me for me on this list. Endgame made it. Yeah, um, I think so. It may or may not be my the number same moment. It may or may not be my number one. You can about like I could do just a top five moments. I could do top ten moments from Endgame. Like that could be in its own list right there. This is hard. I have. I'm gonna just go through one that okay, go gets ahead. me yeah. amped up. I was watching it this morning. I was like, I'm adding this to the list. It's the moment at the end of Thor Ragnarok, where uh-huh. he, where immigrant song by Led Zeppelin starts playing, and he's fighting everybody on the Rainbow Bridge at the end. I know they play at the beginning of the movie too, but like with his whole, with his character arc in that movie, like it all comes kind of to a head at the end of that movie, and just really gets you just so pumped up, and the action's so good, and the music is just blaring, and Chris Hemsworth is going at it with everybody. It's it's great. Uh, so that was what I that's what I put for my uh, number five here. Uh, yes, here we go. Uh, I put my top three, but yes, and I'll, I'll add two. One from Infinity War and one from... Ooh, Infinity War Endgame. made the list, too. All right. I think it did. I really think what's it did. One that, well, what's one that you've got here? Uh, okay, well, I think we both agree on this, because you actually commented on my I Facebook. did comment on this one, yeah. The Spider-Man uh, Homecoming, the, the ride to prom. Ooh, see, that used to be my oh, number yeah. one right there. Right? It's mm-hmm. number two on my list. From the vulture nice. reveal, from the reveal of that vulture is his date's father through that car ride to when he gets out it's of the amazing. car. Everything yeah. about those like five minutes in there from when he and he pull when he the, when he pulls the gun out of the glove box. I think it was just like <laughs> he's. So, it's such a good twist. It was so. Michael well Keaton is so so good in that movie. Oh my god! Yeah. But yeah, that was my number two. There. Um... My number four for this list was the airport battle from Civil War, just because oh, it's so sorry. good. And that was kind of the first sign to me that, like, if you're going to drop all of these characters into a movie, then, like, it is possible to balance it all out and, like, give every character yeah. their due, and it doesn't feel like a crazy jumbled mess. Uh, and props to the Russo totally. brothers for pulling that off three times. <laughs> yeah. What about you? What's another one you had? Uh, well, I would... Okay, so I want to do my Infinity yes. War one. Yes, yeah, yeah. And I I have to be honest, the snap, man. <laughs> yeah? It's... I mean, yeah. it was... So here's the deal. For, like, you know, um, uh, Aaron, uh, my fiancé, for the yeah. other listeners, uh, had, not, uh, had not seen any of the Marvel movies uh, right around the time that Infinity War was like a year out, maybe six months out. 
And so we went through and we like, you know, maybe once a week watched a, a Marvel movie. Oh, nice. And she got real into it and loved it and shit. Um, but uh, I, you know, I, she'd always get worried and I'd always tell her, like, don't worry, nobody, Marvel doesn't kill anybody. Oh. Oh, no. So then we went to see, I, like, it was like one of her first, like, Marvel opening nights. I think maybe we saw Homecoming. With Homecoming? Homecoming, yeah. That was yeah. The, the year before, I think. Uh so yeah, I think home, she'd seen Homecoming and maybe uh, Thor Ragnarok, right? But then, yeah, then we went to see Infinity War. Oh, was like, oh my god! <laughs> so I just know that they, my favorite favorite part was the audience reactions because I went. I think I saw it oh, three man. times that weekend. But just hearing the <gasps> what I've <gasps> never heard an audience be more quiet when that like directed by Joe and Anthony Russo comes up at the end like. I've never oh, heard an no. audience it be was more quiet in a for... theater than that. <laughs> yeah, especially oh for my Marvel. god! Yeah, especially. Oh my god! It's so good. that was an experience, man. Um, uh, okay, what is my number, number three? three? Uh, the Mark One fight scene from Iron Man. Um, oh yeah! Oh yeah! Yeah. So um, it just set the tone for everything else going forward. I, I love it. Uh, what about you? What's another one you had? Uh, I know a lot of people don't agree with me on my love for this movie, but I love Iron Man 3. Oh. I love the reveal of Trevor as the Mandarin was absolutely hilarious. I love that movie. I've rewatched that, I think, maybe twice over the course of this pandemic. Uh, Here's some reasons why I love that movie. It's a Christmas movie. It is a Christmas name movie. Another Christmas, name another Christmas MCU movie. There, there are none. Uh, it's in Miami for a lot of it. Yep. <laughs> How cool is that? Yeah. And also in uh, Tennessee. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And that little kid from Tennessee? Yeah. Oh, my God. Who, who relates to that kid? Me. The one from um, Tennessee. Yeah. Uh, also, Gwyneth Paltrow gets superpowers. Yeah. And then promptly gives them up. Yeah. What a selfless person. <laughs> so good that. for her. Good for Pepper. And then later they're like, do you want superpowers again? She's like, I want a suit. She, I want a suit. And she's rescue. Lo and behold, she gets the rescue <laughs> suit. And it was awesome. Oh, uh, my God. There's so many great moments. Like, Endgame was just, like, chock full of those moments to, like... Yeah, oh my god. Loose list from, like... Endgame uh, was so amazing just... for all the... I mean, it's just a remarkable feat. I think both Infinity War and Endgame, to combine 20 sort of movies and just... Or however many, 13 movies or something. Yeah, so, yeah. And just make it into this fan service. It's fan service at the same time that it's, you know, good storytelling. yeah. It can be done. Yeah, uh, it's, it's amazing. It's just like, thank you. Uh, you gave me what I wanted and, and you made it and, emotional. And this actually segues into uh, my number one, which I think the thing that everybody waited 21 movies to hear. I think Endgame was 22. Um, the, the moment that... <clears throat> The moment that everybody was waiting for is when everybody is all gathered on the battlefield and you got Captain America there ready for battle and then he says, Avengers, assemble. And that charge into the battlefield right there is so awesome. We waited over 20 movies for this moment. It was all building up to this and I had a... I always cry every time I watch that scene. It's just... Oh my god. It's so It's amazing. so good. Then, it's so good. Well, then there's two other just 
crazy phenomenal moments in that battle, and that's when Cap picks up the hammer. Oh, oh, yeah. And then also, I am Iron Man, of course. That is a solid, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think I am Iron Man might actually be my name. That's really... Uh, But I also, uh, honorable mention, I don't know if I I mentioned before, well, anyway, uh, also, Guardians of the Galaxy 2, Yondu's Oh my god. Fireworks. Oh, it's so good. You got Cat Stevens oh, playing, and oh the Ravagers gosh. all show up. You got St- oh, Stallone came. I didn't like you, but I respect you now, okay? Let's get the gang back together again, okay? Uh, I like Stallone. I like him. I do too. I do too. I mean, uh, have you ever heard the whole story about him writing Rocky and shit? Yeah, I think so. I think so. I mean, like, like how he got turned down a bunch of times because yeah. they wanted someone else to star in it, and he like was down to his last penny and oh yeah, all this shit. He had to sell yeah. his, I think, his dog in order to get the financing for that movie. And then when he made the money back from the movie, he went back to the mm-hmm. owner and paid a whole lot of money to get the dog back. Yeah, I think it was a dog. It was some pet or something. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was his dog. Yeah, uh, well, that was a sweet story. Well, okay. Uh, since we're on the MCU, let's do our top five MCU villains. Yes, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. You want to just move with, yeah, it's clean segue to that. Perfect. Yeah. Uh, Who's your number five? Okay. I think Vulture might be my number five. Ooh, Vulture is somewhere on my list. He's not my number five. My number five is Zemo from Civil War. <laughs> yeah. I think he might, yeah, he's, he's pretty good. He's solid. Definitely. Who, they're bring, he's definitely on my list. They're bringing him back for the uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier miniseries for Disney+. Plus. Nice. Uh, so I'm excited that he's coming back. That was one of the villains, like, because they're not great with the villains, and they always kill them off. It's always, like, yeah. one-off villains. You think, like, oh, they're going to be great for this whole series, and then, boom, they're dead. Um, yeah. And, yeah. and I was so happy that they kept him alive at the end of that movie. Um, I agree. Because he was good. Simple motivation. And I love the line, too. I love that when Black Panther says, the living are not through with you yet. Oh, I love that. Love <laughs> When he's trying to kill And himself. he's talking about us as an audience, because I want to see more of this guy. <laughs> yeah, I love it. It's good. What's one that you have on your list? Uh, I put uh, Killmonger, of course. He is, he is also on my he's list. probably my number one or two. Um, I can't... Uh, because, yeah, and every time I watch it, it's, he moves up more. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, he—he's uh, my number two, actually. He's scary, but he's totally believable. Yeah, you know? like his motivations. Like you kind of watch it, and it's like, well, you kind of almost he, almost agree with yeah. it. I was wondering, are they going to redeem him? I, I thought for a moment, like at the end when he's like being nearly dying, watching the sunset. I thought, uh, you know, they were going to give him some medicine. Or yeah, some it's shit. like because he could. I mean, they could have. He was telling him at the end, like, we yeah. can heal you. And yeah, then, and he's like, no, I just that, want to die. But, that which is that line gets me at the end every time. It's just like, wow, it's such good, okay, such yeah. great writing in that movie. I put Thanos on my list. He's number four on my list. I mean, like, I would definitely have him on my list. Yeah, I mean, he's great to watch. Josh Brolin's great, and like, he's obviously like the biggest threat they've had thus far. Yeah, yeah, and well, I do like that he wins once. Yes, um, Vulture's number three on my list. Yeah. I guess I don't even know if it counts, but Loki is probably he's my number one for sure. Sh- he, he was yeah, I would say. I mean, most people would call him a 
Like, like he's fun to watch. Like I was actually I rewatched the original yeah. Thor today, and like they build up his villainous arc over the course of like two movies. Because like Thor, he has Thor where you can like give him that motivation to be evil. I mean, he's kind of evil from the get go, but like to be more evil. And then by so by the end of the movie and by the beginning of Avengers, like. This guy's got, like, his clear motivations. You know why he's such a... He's just a, such a well-built character, I guess. And yeah. I would say some uh, honorable fuck-ups. And by that I mean, like, <clears throat> I they, the spirit of the character should have been there. And, like, it but wasn't. it was a bad execution. Um, and I think Ultron, and I think... Uh, who's Sam Rockwell's character? Oh, uh, Justin Hammer. Both of those characters were... Good idea, bad execution. And you got great talent behind it, but I know. Yeah, Ultra. Ugh, I don't like Ultron that much. Uh, Justin Iron Man two. I think I have. No, I don't think I've watched in a long time. Uh, I need to rewatch that one. But I remember it being just like not. I, don't know. I think Whiplash might also be one of my least favorite villains in a Marvel movie oh, like yeah, ever. God, I don't know just, if it's Mickey Rourke or like just bad writing. Like, but why he didn't make himself projectiles or I don't know but <laughs> I don't know he's a one and done uh, villain and I'm happy about that uh, oh honorable mention good but I just didn't love the effects uh, it was Ego oh I liked him too so, yeah yeah pretty good he, one thing I just wished is I thought it was just it got a little cartoony at the end when he like turns into the giant rock Kurt Russell yeah and then like the Pac-Man thing oh yeah uh, it was like cute but it was just a little bit like too low stakes for that moment a little bit yeah, yeah and like I love Iron Man 3 but uh, the villain there who was Guy Pierce. oh yeah uh, and they try to make him ugly but he's still got like a chiseled jaw it's still Guy Pierce. they try to make him look <laughs> yeah. like a nerd at the beginning of the movie and it's like oh no like, that's give still... him greasy hair but it's still like okay but if he no. just like got a haircut he's selling it for me like he, he, the acting there yeah. is there it's just like you know, you're Guy Pierce. yeah <laughs> it's like watching uh it's uh it's like watching LA Confidential again yeah yeah oh. um yeah. You had a category that I loved here, a top five category. Mind, mind fuckiest? Yep, mind fuckiest yeah. movies. Um, I don't have a bunch of answers, but I've got a couple. Uh, there was one, I really, I've really forgotten the name of it now, but it was like this amazing low budget. Let me Google around while you give me yeah, your first answer. Yeah, my number five. Actually, a movie I watched earlier this week that I regret watching, but I don't regret watching. Have you seen uh, Pink Floyd, The Wall? Oh, I have seen the animation part. God damn. That movie <laughs> was mind, a mindfuck, but not... I, I let, It was uncom- an uncomfortable mindfuck, though. Like, yeah. <laughs> I did not feel comfortable watching that movie. I had to sleep with the lights on. It was that kind of an uncomfortable for me. Um, it's a well-executed movie, but it's just like... And that album's just kind of... I like the album, and it's kind of crazy yeah. in its own right. And I guess it's a concept album, and, like, it's going off of that in terms of, like, the visuals and everything. It's just a yeah. crazy, crazy movie. I may have also been really high while watching it. That didn't help. Um, yeah. But, yeah. Um, okay, well, I'll pull... I, just because I've already said it twice. Matt Damon. I will say uh, Interstellar. I was going to say Matt Damon? 
Yeah, Matt Damon. Interstellar. Interstellar yeah. 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 Uh, Inception's yeah. on my list here. It's number two. Yeah, uh, totally. It's insane. Uh, great way. I love it. Um, Black Swan made my list. That was number three for me. Because mm. mm-hmm. it's oh, excellent. God. Uh, and then number four for me was Mulholland. Have you seen Mulholland Drive? Uh, I haven't seen Mulholland Drive, but I, I, I've heard good things. That is a movie that is such a mind fuck that when David Lynch released it on DVD, he released ten rules to, like, under... Ten tips, I think it was, to, like, understand the movie. Understand. And, <laughs> like, reading... Uh, it's one of those things you gotta, like, go on Wikipedia and, like, read the synopsis to, like, yeah. really, like, process it. But that's a good movie. Um, what's one that you What's one that you had on your list? The name of the movie is Coherence. It's from 2013. It's very low budget. It could almost be put on. I mean, there are practically no special effects, but it is definitely mm-hmm. sci-fi, uh, and I think that makes it I'm, awesome. I'm looking <laughs> uh, at the poster for this movie, and it just I looks can't, like a like I can't explain it, it like without. A it is. It's a really interesting Boy. one, uh, and it's just interesting that they're able to like make you question reality, but there's no special effects in the movie, like other than you know, oh, no, no, there are practically no special. That's great. Effects. Uh, and then there's also another movie called uh, The Man from Earth. That not yeah. the man who fell from Earth, but the man, uh, the man from Earth. It's from 2007, and uh, it might as well be a, a play script. Because it's it takes place entirely uh, at a Ooh. dinner party, um, and it is also sci-fi. Well, that's fun. Uh, or it's in the sci-fi category, sort of. But it is it's what what happens is they're they're at dinner, and one of the guests at at dinner claims to be over two thousand years old. Ooh. And they all say, "That's ridiculous." And he says, "Well, I, I am actually two thousand years old." And they're all like, "Okay." Yeah, but it's obviously low budget too. It's you know no special effects at all, um, just a dinner party conversation, and it's really pretty, pretty, pretty fucking good. I gotta check that one out. The yeah. Man from Earth. Okay. Yeah. Um, I put so for my number one, I put two thousand one, A Space Odyssey. You know, I've actually never seen it. I've seen the first you know twenty thirty minutes with the monkeys. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I haven't seen. That whole last, like, the last part of it, like, the last 30 minutes or so is... Oh, yeah, and I've seen the, the very... Star- I think it's called the Stargate sequence. It's, um... Yeah. Nuts. And I think they explain what happens in a sequel, but I'd never seen it before, and that movie was just... Yeah. Uh, that that, mo- that 30-minute sequence is just, like, a total, like, <laughs> what the fuck is going on here? But in, like, a really good way that I was, like curious to know more by the end of that i was like wait what just happened so yeah it's a good movie though i like it cool all right let's do two more of my lists we'll do top five batman yes and top five batman and top five movie theater concessions yes Ooh. um uh, in fact i want you to pair these so yes Ooh. say which batman and which movie theater concession you think oh boy uh, would okay. go with that Batman. Do I have to pair... So do I pair my number five with my number so, five? No. Or? Uh, 
right, you can you can let's go ordered based on Batman, and then you pick one of your five. Oh man, okay. To go with that, one of your five candies All to right. go with the number five Batman. All right, it can be your number one. So candy. for my Batman list, I should mention I've still never seen Batman v Superman. I've never seen Justice League. So Ben Affleck. Oh really? No, they're not. I mean, they're garbage, but like they're kind of fun to watch from like a. I mean, they're it, they're really fun to hate. I'm I mean, sure. Yeah. Like, Okay. Like, because they're such stupid, easy movies, you're like, how could they fuck this up? Um, and it's really interesting. I mean, it's fascinating to, like, watch how they can fuck it up. It sounds exciting. <laughs> it does sound enthralling. So having said that, Ben Affleck is not on my list. Uh, George Clooney <laughs> is not on my list. Because Batman and Robin, I know, is just it's horrible. So I, I went Val Kilmer as my number five. Because I couldn't... Uh, it's okay. just like, I have to have a fifth one. It's going to be Val Kilmer. And that was kind of with Concessions. My number five for Concessions was also one where I was like, I've got to have five on here. I'll just put this on here. He's he's my number three. Ooh, okay. Um, Val Kilmer is paired up with Sour Patch Watermelon. Oh my gosh, I was going to say Sour Patch Watermelon. Yeah, because, <laughs> I mean, they're delicious. Val yeah, totally. Kilmer is pretty cool. Um, I... Enjoyed his Batman. Um, I wouldn't necessarily think to put him on a list of top Batman, but I needed a fifth one, and there he is. And same with Sour Patch Watermelons, which are delicious. Nice. But, totally, yeah. yeah. In fact, I think that's my number one candy on the list. It yeah, is. I'll put popcorn at two and sodas at one, specifically a Coke or a vanilla Coke yeah. at number one. Um, yeah. Who's your, who's your number five? So I will say Adam West uh, is my number five. Cool. Who are you pairing him up with? Oh, no, I'll... I'm not putting Ben Affleck on the list either. Okay. <laughs> uh, and I will pair uh, Adam West up with, uh, let's think of what's probably what would be my most old-fashioned favorite. Uh, you know what? I'll do him with popcorn. Okay. I'm going <laughs> to go, okay, so my number four actually is Adam West. And if I'm going to pair him up with anything, I'm going to pair him up with my number three on my movie theater concessions, which is the... Coca-Cola freestyle soda machine drinks that you can get yeah, there. Solid. And I, yeah. I say... I, it's probably my number one. Yeah. And I put that on there uh, be, for the reasons because Adam West is so old-fashioned. And also the reason I put these the freestyle soda machines on the list is because you can get old-fashioned drinks from them. And I remember, like, yeah. I went to go watch Singing in the Rain on the big screen. Like, Turner Classic Movies was doing, like, a Singing in the Rain like screening. And... Yeah. We got, like, a strawberry Sprite, and it kind of felt like we were drinking, like, a old-fashioned... Yeah, like an old soda pop. Yeah, like an old-fashioned... Old soda Yeah, pop. like a soda pop from the 50s, and that was, <laughs> it felt really cool doing that. And it's cool, and it's retro, and it's... A, and Singing in the Rain is so good, except for that, like, 15-minute segment toward the end. Where Broadway like, are they still That dancing? is the Broadway melody, dancing. and it's, it's solid. I like, I love it. That's my favorite movie, so it's yeah. It's the one number, the it's one number I always skip from that movie is uh, Moses supposes. Oh really? I don't like that one that much. Well, Moses supposes erroneously, but yes, um, exactly. Um, okay, but yeah, Adam West pairs up with the freestyle soda machine. Okay, I would put Clooney at my number four. Okay, uh, and I would pair him up with peanut butter M and M's. Because his bat nipples will fall apart. Because like, his bat nipples. Because uh, of like his M&Ms. bat nipples. That's all. No explanation <laughs> necessary. Just the bat nipples. No big deal. How about you? Four? Um, 
Number four. Well, Adam West was my number four. Val Kilmer was my number okay. five. Uh, number three, I put Christian Bale. Uh, nice. Nice. Thing that strikes me about Christian Bale is like his Batman's not the best, but I think he does the best, one of the best uh, Bruce Wayne. Bruce. Oh my. God. Well, yeah. I think we could each categorize each of these. Oh, absolutely. And I feel like prior to, I feel like he is actually, if you were to average them out, he other. I think we both have the same number one. Um, yeah. <laughs> but he comes, Christian Bale to me comes to number two because he is such a good Bruce Wayne and a pretty good Batman that it averages out pretty high. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I think um, a, where I feel like Val Kilmer, he's my number three, and I put him as a good Batman, not a great Bruce Wayne. Yeah. But, I mean, not bad. No, yeah. For sure. Um, but I think we can all agree on our number one. Um, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. You want to skip to, skip to number one? Who's your number two? Would it be Clooney? My number two is Kevin Conroy. Is that from... What the fuck's that from? Kevin Conroy? From the, oh, the, the an- animated series. Animated series in the video game. Oh, my God. You're yeah. right. He might actually, honestly... I mean, fucking A. He's my number two. I can't... He might be number one for real. But, yeah, number two <laughs> will put him because... Because we can all agree, man. Michael Keaton. He does the... Yeah, he does... Michael Keaton. Yeah, he's number one. My he number is, one. He's the best... He's the best Bruce Wayne, and he's the best Batman. Yeah, he does such a good... It's such a great, like... It's a... It's a he has his difference between Batman and and Bruce Wayne, yeah. but it's such a subtle difference. Like, he doesn't have yeah, to do... Yeah, it's not like this. He doesn't have... Like, it just lowers his voice like that. And it's not a subtle change... It's a subtle change, but it's enough to, like... Be yeah. intimidating. This is such a great job, and he's like a his comedic personality is such a great fit for like the fucked upness of Bruce Wayne. I think like yeah. Well, and I think we also I, it works so well with the uh, Tim Burton tone of the weird old Batman's. It just feels '90s, and it feels I know it's '80s actually, but it feels like correct altogether. Yeah. Maybe it's just because we grew up with it, yeah. but it's like what it feels like. But it's got that. Same as the animated series. It's got that modern noir feeling. Yeah. Where it's like modern day, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, right? You're like, I think this is modern. They're talking like it's modern. But then, like, it's kind of this 1920s noir kind of vibe to everything. Oh, yeah. Um, well, i got to pair these up with concessions. Christian Bale, I'm going to pair up with Bunch of Crunch. Because when I th- okay, think I of might... his Batman person, sure, that when I think sense. of his Batman personality, I just think bunch of crunch. Well, yeah, and it's just you know he's he's like he's exploding with muscles. Very true. As do bunch of crunch. As are bunch of crunch, and you when you eat bunch of crunch. Uh, Kevin Conroy. Well, I'm torn. But I think Kevin Conroy. I'm going to pair up with my number one, the Raisinets. Um, oh, nice, it just nice. tastes good. It goes down great. Um, and Michael Keaton, man, my number two is like I'm so old fashioned. My number two is just buttered popcorn, like. Oh yeah, that's my number two um, as well. It's because it's just a great popcorn flick. But like, I mean, it's so much more than that. But like, you think Michael Keaton's Batman? It's like I want to sit down at the movies, grab a bucket of popcorn, and just go to town on it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, those were I loved I loved matching those up with these. That was awesome. So, uh, want to wrap this up with uh, top five movies? Yes. Uh, what do you have? What do you have on your list? Okay, I have Spider-Man. Spider-Man Two, 2 is on your list, really? Yeah. Yeah, it's my favorite superhero movie, um, and it's just one of my favorite movies in general. Sam Raimi, it's incredible. 
There's a sequence where Peter Parker walks through the park and bad things happen to him and they play raindrops and fall <laughs> on my head and he smiles and the camera freeze frames oh my on God. him and then keeps going and it's incredible, yeah. incredible filmmaking. It is so yeah. fucking good. That is a great... I, I need to revisit that one. Like, given the world of... It's the it's the yeah. best movie. It is the best. Superhero given the world movie of ever yeah, I given mean, the world like, of superheroes that we have right now, it's just like I got to see if it holds up. It's a little hard, I think, for any MCU movie to ever amount to that because of the saturation. Mm, yeah, you know, I just feel like an MCU movie too, like often can stand alone, but is better when it doesn't. For sure, Spider Man stands alone because it well it does it just does. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I'll tell you what I put on this list. You know, I did a top... I made my own, like, top ten list a long time ago, and yeah. I, like, revisited that, and I was like, oh... There were some movies I was like, oh, why is this on the list? And then there were some movies I yeah. was like, why isn't this on the list? And for one of these, I couldn't decide between Back to the Future and Jurassic Park in one of my slots, yeah. so I'm going with both of them. That's really good. Because okay, good, yeah. they're both perfect movies, as far as I can tell. Um, even Back to the... F- There's one part of Back to the Future that has not aged well, and that is the uh, the scene with the Libyan terrorists. But otherwise, <laughs> but... Back to the Future has <laughs> aged, like, surprisingly well, and it's yeah. still just a great, fun movie. And then Jurassic Park, like, it's, it, it can't beat Jurassic Park. It's just such an incredibly, like, well-made movie, down to the score and the writing, and the visual effects still hold up, even after, what, 20, almost 30 years, almost? I mean, like, it's so good. I mean, both of both yeah. movies. Um, so good. Um, I put The Room in my top five, also. Like, I think I realized, like, it's a shitty movie, but I also really love watching it, and I love going to the midnight screenings, and it's like, this should be in my top five. So, that is in there. Um, well, I mentioned it earlier, I think this might have to go there, because it is probably my favorite horror film, It Follows. <laughs> yeah. Need to watch, I need to watch that one. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I also put on my list... Uh, oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, no, no, no. Go ahead. Top five. Oh, uh, Empire Strikes Back. Oh, yeah. That is... I think that's my number six. Like, that barely yeah. missed the list. It's, uh, that's real good. I would say barely missed the list would be A New Hope. That's also... Yeah. Empire Strikes Back is... <laughs> Honestly... Yeah. I mean, A New Hope might be better standalone, but Empire is just so good. I think... I don't know. Yeah. I mean, Empire is so good, but you sort of have to know... A little bit. Previously. Yeah, it is also a sequel, and I think that is like the best. It's for me like the best sequel ever made. Like yeah. it takes everything about the first movie, and it's like it's more well written. It like expands on everything. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah. yeah, it's so good, and I still get chills when um, when Yoda pulls the X wing out of the out of the pond, and Luke's like, "I don't believe that," and Yoda says, "That is why you or, fail." Like. Or how about I love you? I know. I know. Oh, there's so many, so many great. I'll tell you where. If I could travel anywhere back in time, I would yeah. travel to like 
1980, the very first screening of The Empire Strikes Back, oh and get the audience's reaction, the reaction to, no, Luke, oh, no. I am your father. Like, You know what's interesting is, so like, I, 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 a lot of people didn't believe it, is what I understand. Really? Because, well, because he just says it at the end, right? Mm-hmm. He says, you know, and then Luke says, it's impossible. Search, he says, search your feelings, you know it to be mm-hmm. true. And it's like, no. So like, he never confirms it or anything. Yeah. Right. Uh, so, like, it was a big debate, I think, between Empire and Jedi. Because... Have you seen all the little kid videos of people watch little kids watching it for the first time? Oh, I think I've seen a couple of the... Yeah. There's probably about 10 or 15 on YouTube, and they're all just like... I can't wait till, like, someday, if I, get, if I have kids, like, introducing them to that movie. I know. And just like, blowing yeah. their minds with their very first, like, yeah. big movie twists. Like, yeah, oh my right. God. Um, so uh, North by Northwest is my number three. I've never seen it. Hitchcock, um, Cary Grant, in that uh, James Mason. It's so good. It's my favorite it thriller. Uh, it's a lot of fun. Cool. What's another one you've got? Uh, this would be you my number, number one. one all right, is the print. Yep, the Princess Bride. I just rewatched that last week, man. That's on Disney Plus now. It is so perfect, Oh my isn't it? god, it's so fucking... It's so good. Uh, There's a shortage of perfect movies yeah. in the world. <laughs> would hate to see it. What's the line? It would be a yeah. pity to ruin this one. That's oh what uh, Carrie always tweeted when there was talk of a remake. Yes! Oh my god! He tweeted, There's a shortage of perfect movies in the world. It would be a pity to damage this. Oh god. <laughs> and it would! There's n- like no reason to reboot that one, man. It's, it is that's another perfect movie. That is another perfect movie. The book movie. Uh, is also... Exceptionally good, written by the same person, uh, William, William Goldman. Yeah, yeah, uh, and he—it's uh, interesting too, because uh, the book has this sort of fake meta book, uh, where like in the book, the first few chapters are about him trying to get a copy of the original copy of the Princess Bride oh. uh, in the original uh, Florides um, hmm. from Florin. But there is no original copy from Florida. He just made it up. It's all just a joke. Right. So he says, like, I edited down. This is my grandfather used to read me the story, but I started, I got a copy, and it was, like, really boring and all about taxation and stuff. And I realized my grandfather was only reading me the interesting parts. So I edited this down to just the interesting parts. But he didn't. Oh there was God. never an original. Right, right, right. Version. Like, it's all part so of So occasionally that. he'll get, he'll write it into parentheses, and he'll say, like, uh, this is the point in the book where the author starts talking about uh, various, you know, uh, sort of inside jokes about different garments they were wearing, you know, and it's yeah. really very boring, so I've cut it all out. <laughs> but, like, none of that ever existed. It's really <laughs> good. Oh. It's brilliant. It is such a, such a quick and easy read, but it also, like, other than a few chapters, it's almost identical. Pretty spot on, yeah. It's, and so it's such a quick it read. It seems like it's got a some very, like, they've adapted the tone of the book very well. Yeah, it's, uh, the, the humor is all, because he wrote the screenplay, too. Right. Uh, and so, yeah. Anyway, what's your number one? My number one, number I gotta go two. Well, I told you my number one earlier. I'll go my number, uh, Singing in the Rain is my number one. Oh, right. Uh, that's of just course. a movie that, like, I can watch over it and over good. again. That's my go-to movie when I'm on an airplane and, like, I need to yeah. watch a movie. Like, Empire is my movie. It's like, if I'm depressed or if. 
if something's going on or if I'm sick, it's like Empire Strikes Back. Yeah, Singing in the Rain is like that for me. Like, I always just feel great. I would say either, yeah, like Singing in the Rain is that movie where, like, I can watch this and just, I feel so great by the end of it. Nice. Um, I will say my number two, though, because it's really close. Um, and it's a sort of a wildly different movie, not really, um, in that it's also about movie making. Boogie Nights. Oh, I've never seen it. Boogie, oh my god, man. It's Paul Thomas Anderson. Paul Thomas Anderson. This was kind of the movie that, like, I think it was sort of already on the map by this point, but this one, like, really, like, put him on the map at this point. This was, I think, just before Magnolia. And, um, it's about the porn industry in the 70s. Um, so, kind of similar to Singing in the Rain. Different kind of movie they're filming, but, you know. Yeah, Dirk Diggler. Uh, it's like a, it's not just a time cap, it, it's not just about that though, it's like a time capsule of that era, about like the late 70s and like early 80s, and, um, just sort of what was happening there, and the cast is amazing and so big, uh, you got fucking Mark Wahlberg and Burt Reynolds, Julianne Moore, Heather Graham, uh, Don Cheadle, Philip Seymour Hoffman, it. like, it, the list goes on, but you're right, yeah. it's, that's oh, one of those movies that like, if I see it, it's on, that it's on TV, like, I'm going to like start watching it no matter where it is. Yeah, I'll be wildly upset because it'll be probably be on TNT and edited. But like, uh, yeah, mishap. Yeah, it really. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I freaking I love Boogie Nights. Um, I didn't include any documentaries because I did, but I w- I just I would put some documentaries in the top five too, yeah. and I would put you know it's just hard. I would love to do top five per genre. Yeah. Oh, that'd be fu- yeah. That'd be good. Maybe we another episode. Another, Maybe yeah, let's do another. We gotta do another one of these. There's so many like. Yeah. Plus, there's not not new movies coming out. Really? So just... Yeah. Um. They're saying. Uh, I think it, it seems like right now Mulan is going to be the movie that is going to try to bring everybody in back into the theaters that's still got its july release date as of today so uh here's keep keep my fingers crossed but um either that one or i think actually christopher nolan's new movie is coming out like a week or two before that what's it called tenet uh, which, right, and it looks like Inception on Inception cracks. I have no idea what the movie is. Supposedly, it's about time travel. Kind Robert of Pattinson something. actually, in an interview, just said like, "There's no time travel in the movie," which is like it's like time manipulation. Yeah, or, yeah. It's the it's just something fucking nuts, but it's probably going to be incredible because it's Christopher Nolan. Yeah, he sort of knows what he's doing. Interstellar Matt, Matt Damon. Damon. I hope Matt Damon shows up. Matt Damon. I hope Matt Damon Matt shows Damon up. Matt really Damon will probably show up because he's that guy. He's cool. Um, I think that's uh, that's about all we've got for this episode, man. Um, I hope to do another one of these where we're doing this in person someday. But um, for now, man, I'm glad we were able to hop on the call and do this. Uh, to yeah. everybody listening here, thank you guys so much for listening to this. This has been Two Guys Watch a Movie. We are on Apple Podcasts. We're on Spotify. Wherever you get your podcasts, please rate, review, and subscribe. We'd love to hear some feedback, but please be nice. Uh, yeah. It is a pandemic going on, yeah. so... Computer. 
guys, thank you so much for listening. I'm Jordan Ehrlich. I'm Tommy Kurtz. Thank you, guys. We'll see you soon. Go wash your hands. Stay safe. Stay healthy. We love you. We love you guys. Yeah.